Scripture reading this morning is taken from the book of Jude, uh, verse 1 and 2. Verse 1 and 2 from the book of Jude. Verse 1. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, to those who have been called, who are loved in God the Father and cared for Jesus Christ. Mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. And now, let's invite uh, Reverend Cornelius Ding um, to preach to us this morning with the title, Blessed. Reverend Gabriel, pastors, church leaders, brothers and sisters in Christ, greetings to you. I brought forth the greetings from uh, my church in Michigan, USA. Uh, it is my honor and it is by the grace of God I can stand here to share God's word with you this morning. You know, being a pastor in USA, a lot of people would think that I speak English quite often. But indeed, that is not the case. <laughs> I serve a Chinese church. Uh, most of them are from mainland China. Some of them from uh, Taiwan, Hong Kong. So I conduct the worship service in English. So to to tell you the truth, it has been, I think, three or four years since the last time I have preached in English. So bear with me, okay, this morning. It's good to be home. It's very good to come back to God's home. Church, uh, we come to worship God every Sunday. There is one purpose, is to give Him glory and to give Him honor. But that is also another reason that we gather every Sunday, is to remind ourselves what a great God a loving God that we are serving. And what a pleasure, what a treasure that we have to be called the sons and daughters of God. I thank you, Reverend Deong, to give me this opportunity to bring forth this message, very simple message. Very, very simple message, which is you are loved and you belong. You know, in 21st centuries, people are so self-conscious and, and so individualistic driven. Many times, a lot of times, we judge ourselves by what we do, by what we have, and by, by what others say we are. Is that true? We find our identity by what we do. Just imagine 
the first time when you met someone new, you will introduce yourself as what? Hello, my name is Cornelius. I'm the pastor, right? You will say, I, I'm a pastor. Or you are a business owner. Or you are so and so's parents. We like to judge ourselves by, by uh, what we do. But by what we accomplish. Our degrees that we have, the trophies of our life in our living rooms, the work that we involve in, or sometimes we try to identify ourselves by our family's traditions, uh, by what a loving family that we have. You know, if you do not, you know, identify yourself by what you do, many times you you learn to, uh, you know, judge yourself by what others say you are. You know, you 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 are so careful. You are so, um, you know, grounded by what others people's say uh, uh, the true person that you are. I was reminded of our Lord Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, when he was tempted, okay, by Satan three times, right? The, when the tempter came to him, the first word that uh, Satan said, if you could, you know, Turn this stone into bread. You know, the Satan was tempting him by what he does, right? If he can turn the stone into bread, Jesus, you are God. But thankfully, Lord Jesus Christ did not do that. He did not even try to turn the stone into bread within his power. He said, man does not live by what? Bread, but simply by the word of God. Second time when the Satan brought him to the top of the temple and asked him to jump down. You know, if I was Jesus, <laughs> I would right away jump down. Why? Because many would know that what? I'm the son of God. I'm powerful. But Jesus did not even, you know, think about that. He would not entertain the thought, try to find his own identity by what other people say. He said simply, Thou shalt not, thou shalt not tempt. the third time when Jesus was brought to see the whole world in front of me, Satan said, bow unto me and I shall give you the whole world. But thankfully, Jesus said, thou shalt work. Thou shalt worship God. You know, as a human being, you know, a lot of time, 
we try to identify by what I do, what I have. If I can gain all the world, I find my own identity. But the scripture tells us that nothing, nothing lasts. Nothing, nothing can really give you the true identity. One true identity that you can find is within in Jesus Christ. So this morning, I want to use the word of Jude. Uh, simply to bring you two message. Can we recite and read this verse together as a church? Let's read together. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, to those who have been called, who are loved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. Mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. I treasure these two verses a lot. I hope, hopefully this morning you, you, you also treasure these two verses quite a lot. Scripture tells us that our true identity is in Christ Jesus. The brother of Jesus by the name of Jude wrote this letter to his church to tell them that your true identity. You are called, you are loved, and you are preserved and protected for Jesus Christ. Just like the introduction when I say, sometimes when you come to a a gathering like this, you are a bit apprehensive. Uh, you will ask question whether I will be received, uh, I will be accepted, <laughs> and a lot of times, sometimes you will be asked whether I will be loved. But the God's word tells us that you are loved. You are here because God loves you. When you step into the sanctuary, the presence of God reminds you and comforts you that you are precious to Him. You are a special one. You are His son's and daughters. I myself as a pastor need to be reminded again and again that you are beloved. You are loved by God no matter what. No matter whether you are successful or unsuccessful. Whether you are a failure or you are a sinner. God loves you. And He loves you with the everlasting love. In the scriptures, the prophets Jeremiah proclaim the word of God, which says that I love you with the eternal love. 
Church, brothers and sisters, when you sit at the pew this morning, let us be reminded that Jesus loves you. You are beloved. Recently, I did a word study of this word beloved in New Testament. Uh, this word are repeated many, many times, especially in 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, in the first and second episodes of Peter's. Apostles love to remind his church that you are beloved. Not only so, the scripture tells us that you are kept for Jesus Christ. You know, a lot of time we, we like to think that uh, Jesus loved me because I'm so special. No, brothers and sisters, He loves me for who I am, correct. But He loves me for His own sake. I appreciate the choirs sang the, uh, the song from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. But did you know that when David said, the Lord is my shepherd, he's identified himself to this Lord that I belong to this shepherd. I am his. I'm not my own but I belong to Him, brothers and sisters. Let me give you a few texts in the Scripture also speak in this manner. Our Lord Jesus Christ, upon His baptism, when He rose from the water, God the Father from heaven gave Him assurance, gave Him affirmation, and God said, you are my son. You are my son. Whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. Every time when I hear this, as a pastor, as a Christian, as a, a, a son of our Lord, I like... I pray and I hope I can also hear God's voice saying that Cornelius you are my son whom I love and I will please with you tell you the truth a lot of Christians nowadays when they think about themselves they will judge themselves a lot they like to think that I'm not perfect. I'm a sinner. Uh, uh, God would not love me. God would not like me. I won't be found favor in His eyes. But that is lie, brothers and sisters. Listen to what Jude said. He said, Church, to those who are called, you are beloved 
Father and in Christ Jesus. Uh, second illustration on the PowerPoint. Uh, I, I love Mary, right? When Mary first heard the angel's message to her, uh, she was kind of apprehensive. She did not know how to respond. But the message from the angel to her was, O favored one, the Lord has, you have found favor with God. Brother and sister, how much more today we need to be reminded that Jesus loves me. I am loved. In the Old Testament, in the book of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah brought forth a message to Israel and Jacob. Say, but now thus say the Lord, he who created you, O Israel, he who formed you, O Jacob. And the message is, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you. <laughs> I've called you by name. You know, do you ever feel like you are a failure, disaster, or no one care about you? Or you have a lot of friends, sometimes you, you feel like deep inside you, there's a void that you still kind of not sure who you truly are. Augustine said that, you know, God put the void in our heart in such a way that only Him can fill in. Augustine said that, Lord, you created me in such a way that my life shall not find rest until my life rests. Which means that I shall not find my greatest identity until I grounded myself in the personhood as the child of God. So this morning, first message to you, you are loved. Tell yourself today, that you are loved by Christ. Look at the mirror. Give thanks to God. Because the gospel says, while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Um, Christ died for us when we were yet sinners. And because of Jesus' love, we are brought into his kingdom, into his family of Christ. Second message. Uh, oh, before that, I want to share this um, church tradition, uh, catechism. I know in our Methodist tradition, we seldom use catechism. But in some other church tradition, this is the first question that is used 
as a word of comfort every time they meet. So I'm, I'm going to read the questions to you and then let's profess our faith in Christ by answering the question. Perhaps you have never heard this, but I truly believe that in Christ Jesus, this is the truth. What is your only comfort in life and death, my brothers and sisters? Can we recite that I am not my own, but belong with body and soul, both in life and in death, to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. He has fully paid for my all sins with His precious blood and has set me free from all the power of the evil. He also preserves me in such a way that without the will of my Heavenly Father, not a hair can fall from my head. Indeed, all things must work together for my salvation. Therefore, by His Holy Spirit, He also assures me for eternal life and makes me heartily willing and ready for now to live for Him. I, I like this catechism, confession, to remind me every morning, every day, that I belong to Him. I live a special life that I want to live for Him. I'm not my own any longer. It is Him who redeemed me. And my life belongs to Him and He become my master. And the word that I say, the things that I do, the association, the relationship that I form simply because for Him and to Him alone. The second part of this verse say that mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. It's a greeting. Not only this verse tells us that the identity that we have in Christ, but also tells us the life, love-loving lives that we shall live every day before God and in church. Jude is writing to his brothers and sisters. He cares so much about his church that he will greet his brother and sister saying that mercy, peace, and love be with you. Aaron, as the high priest of uh, Israel, Israelites people, he was called to bless his brother and sister with the blessing, Aaronic blessing, right? The Lord be with you. The Lord has shown His face to you and the Lord give you peace. What a good way in the book of Jude we also find this. As a gathering church, brothers and sisters, you are not only beloved by Him for yourself, for His sake, but you are beloved for church's sake. We are not uh, alone ourselves, individual. We are church 
place in Jesus' body, not as an organization, not as a church building, but as as a living, life-sharing organism. God loves you. God also loves me. We are placed together in this church to live a shared Christ life. We belong not only to Him, we belong to each other. We belong to the church universe. Um, I want to share a few pictures of my, uh, my, uh, uh, my church. Okay? My wife standing on the left. Uh, there's a sign saying that uh, you are enough. Uh, I this is my first time see a traffic, you know, uh, a sign saying you are ne- enough. Indeed, that 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 was not a traffic sign. It's an art sign. I, I snapped that photo simply because I love that saying that you are not enough alone. You you need others. You need the church. Uh, you need uh, the church universe uh, together uh, to to follow Christ. Um, past few days have, have been tough for me because uh, it's always a blessing to come back home to enjoy a good family time with my my parents. But my mind and my heart is with my church brother and sister back home. Um, a few times I I still went on online to have Zoom meeting with them, to have prayer time with them. And a lot of my brother and sister in the state say, Pastor, why why you know, enjoy your holiday. Don't, you know, you, you have no need to, to you know, uh, you know, come online and, and join the, the, the prayer meetings and, and, and small group meeting. I say no. I say no. I say I belong to this church. I belong to you. <laughs> I am your shepherd. You are my flocks. Uh, you are in my heart. You are part of me. Uh, not only that you and I belong to Christ, to belong to church, I belong to you. And you belong to me. How precious it is that we are not only belong to Christ, we belong to one another. So this morning, the second message that I want to bring forth to you, treasure church. Embrace church life. I know some of you who still go online to worship, you have a lot of cares, a lot of worries not coming back to church. But I want to challenge you. Come back to church. You are not alone outside. You belong to this space. 
you belong to this relationship. And to some of you who are sitting here, I want to encourage and challenge you to look around, to see whether there's someone who, who, who are sitting here today who are hurt inside, who feel alone, who are feel lonely, who felt that they do not belong and felt that they are far, far away from God. It is your responsibility that you reach out to them to extend your hand to tell them that you are welcome here. This space when you come in here, you belong to God, you belong to us. You find your eternal address here, not outside. This is your soul resting place. Brothers and sisters, you are beloved. Hold this identity this truth in you but also challenge yourself live a true life of the beloved spend time on phones on whatsapp on small group gathering on prayer meetings choir singing reach out to your brothers and sisters Stand together because we are special. We are unlike any other society, clubs, or associations. We are Christ's body. It is within this body that we truly live the life embodiment of love. A lot of you cares about uh, the church in USA when you see a lot of chaos, uh, political chaos between the Democrat and the Republicans. Uh, our church went through uh, a training which called, which is called Colossians Forum. Uh, Colossians Forum used the word. Uh, in the Colossians chapter 1 verse 17 which state that in Him all things hold together. So you know in USA, we Chinese, we, many of us are Republican and some of us are Democrats. And just like Malaysian, you know, maybe in, in one month or two months, Malaysia went through another you know, election. As a brother and sisters, you know, sometimes in my church, people say, I, since I'm a Republican, I don't associate with uh, uh, Democrat because Democrat seems to be very liberal. Okay? Or Democratic brothers and sisters would say that you you um, Republican always go for the establishment business owner, really care 
much about the social issues. You know, divisions and parties, partisans can rarely divide Christians. It can rarely divide our true identity as brothers and sisters. But church, do not let political policies or your stance on certain issue divide your brotherhood in Christ. You belong to Jesus Christ and you belong to church. So in church, we rarely say that, you know, I belong, I'm a Republican any longer. I would say, I, uh, I'm a Christian citizen. I belong to Christ. My citizenship is in heaven. But down earth, I belong to Christ. And I belong only to the church. I may have different uh, political stance in comparison to my brother and sisters. But we put that aside. We are one in Christ Jesus. This morning, my message is very simple. You are beloved. Treasure your sonship and daughtership in Christ. But secondly, live out in truth. Open your home, open your house, open your times to your brothers and sisters. Stay with them, cry with them, rejoice with them. Stand with them together to live a true brotherhood in Christ. Shall we pray? Lord, we come to you again. Give thanks to you for your word. Thank you for your brother, Jude, who who tells us this truth that we are called and we are beloved and we are protected and kept for your own name's sake. God, apart from you, whom have I? Lord, we want to profess that as sons and daughters, sometimes we forget that we belong to you. Sometimes we like this notion that we belong to myself. My life is my own. My properties is my own. But Lord, this, this morning, bring us home and to see that you are our great Father in heaven who calls us home all the time, all the day and tells us that sons, daughters, you are beloved and I find favor in you. So today we stand. Today we pledge our allegiance to you again to acknowledge that you are our covenant father. We want to place our faith, our belief and our commitment to you and to your church to be engaged to care for each other, 
to care for the up and downs of the church community. Because we are no longer our own, but we are simply yours. Thank you for giving us this assurance and comfort that we can rest in you and we can find comfort and contentment in Christ Jesus alone. Bless us this week, Lord, as we continue to live for you unwavering, promptly, and sincerely to acknowledge that you are our loving Father. In Jesus' name we pray.